0: Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio, Joseph here with Jesse Nelson, we're at Conduit Coffee. How's it going? It's, it's, it's going all right. Yeah, I'm kind of tired today, so it's good that we're starting off drinking this coffee. Yeah, I feel that. Um, we have, we have, I think this is going to be a fun episode, so a few episodes ago actually, wasn't that long ago, it was like a month ago. (laughs) That we a month and a half ago that we did the episode on home roasting. Yeah, because I got the Akawa roaster. We and started, started started the exploration of home roasting. That's right. Um, and we talked about how once I figured out how to use the roaster, I would get into roasting. You know, my own coffee because the roaster comes with coffee and profiles for those. Coffees. Right. They, yeah. Exactly. Uh, and I got some green coffee from you, and now I've started playing around with that. Right, hey, we can do where a comparison I, to where we're at. Uh make my own profiles and that kind of thing. So I roasted up your uh the Guatemala Los Dos Socios. Mm-hmm. And uh we're gonna compare it to yours. <laughs> um I also so, roasted
1: some up. That's right.
0: Yep. Uh so we're just gonna we're just gonna kind of dive in. Uh I have some I mean, notes I, I was, like yeah, I have some notes to get into on that stuff, but since we have it here and we wanna start drinking it, uh so we we brewed up on the V60, both of them. Yep. Uh, you use the four six method. Yep. We'll put those in the four uh, six uh, method in the extended show notes for those of you following along. Um, CoffeeLoversRadio.com. dot com. And uh, as we were doing that, I'm already, I was already like noting the differences. So uh, there's a few I, to, I just this... want to hear about how your roasting experience has gone before okay. we get into before these. Before too much. into too. I because
1: I don't know how exciting it is for everybody to hear about
0: that's true. What we can see. Okay, so. Roasting, doing the home roasting has been, it's been a really interesting experience. The Akawa actually is, I think, really spoiling because it's a wonderful machine to use. Uh, Super easy, makes it really enjoyable. I actually, I'm not, I don't really consider myself much of a home roaster. (laughs) Uh, That's good. None of us do either. I've definitely had plenty of moments where I just don't, like, I don't want to deal with the roasting. I just want to get the good coffee. Like, I know plenty of places it's, where I can get really good coffee. It's such a hobby. And, I mean, you have yeah.
1: to just kind of accept the fact that you're going to try out a bunch of different coffees and have the inconsistencies. Right. And, stuff.
0: and that's sort of the fascinating. I think we talked yeah, about this on the previous episode, but it's definitely not about making the best roast. Because if I want that, right. I'm going to you or, you know, any number of other yeah, And I think, I mean, that cow is better than a lot
1: of the other home roasters in some ways, um, just mm-hmm. as far as the consistency. But, you know, back in my day with before the Beamer. Um, you know with just the little air powered ones it was really hard to keep them consistent so even if you did get a good roast that you right. liked it was hard to do that again that's true again.
0: oh yeah i mean i can definitely speak to that the akawa is supremely consistent like every single batch comes out just like right so that one. allows
1: you to figure it out so it's just more of like what's your
0: that's passion true.
1: for doing the coffee yeah. if your passion is just drinking the best coffee then it's hard to
0: Uh, so following up on the last episode, um, I decided to do a lot more tweaking of my roasts and, uh, I'll post some pictures of this in the show notes of what the, um, profile thing looks like in the Akawa. Um, uh, but you can go into there, you, you essentially get like a graph curve where you can adjust points like on the phone, on the touch screen. Uh, So there's an app interface that connects with the roaster. And that's how you determine your profiles. Uh, And the data that you control, you control the input air temperature and the time. Uh, And that's like all you have control over. Uh, You can control the airflow a bit as well. There's some adjustment for that. I haven't messed with like all the profiles I have have like an airflow uh, bar in addition to the temperature. Um, and where that mostly comes into play seems to be like at the end where the temperature, the input temperature drops and they just kick up the airflow to cool down the coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, that kind of thing. Um, it's, uh, you can tell me what the proper way to describe this kind of roaster is, but it uses only air. There's no moving parts. Right. So that'd be like a fluidized bed reactor. Okay. Basically where they're, yeah. It's just using the hot air to
1: keep the beans exactly. moving instead of a drum that yeah. keeps them moving. Exactly. So yeah, you don't have as much. Uh, control over the, obviously the airflow on that because you have to have a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's some dynamics. They tend to be a little bit faster on the roast, I
0: think, because you can't just let them sit there and tumble. Um, I so I, I roast 50 grams at a time uh, with this.
1: 50 grams at a time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the first round that I did, I, I went into the base profiles uh, when I when I brought in coffees before they were the base profiles of some of these coffees. Right. That's what we, we got to see. Time, yeah. That's what we drank last time, That's what right. we drank last time. And we came to the uh, <laughs> universal assessment that they were, like, all, all underdeveloped. Totally. needed to be roasted a bit more. Yeah. Like, I apologize <laughs> to my grinder for grinding such a <laughs> of, like, little beans. Uh, so, <laughs> the, I went in and just extended the time on all the profiles. I just made them roast a bit longer. Right. And every single one of them came out, like, over-roasted. Does that stretch out the time or does it stretch out the amount of heat at the end of the roast? It stretches out the whole time. so all the, the whole curve flattens out? Uh, It can. So I can add points. Uh, So for some of the profiles, what I did is I just added another point. Took, like it would stop at. uh, Or did it just carry on? I guess what I'm asking, did it just carry on the hottest temperature that you had from the very So that's what I did for most of them. Right. Uh, so for example, uh, here's one that came out burnt. I'm just looking at my notes. This is a Brazil. Okay, so I just pulled up the app here to take a look at the, the Brazil base profile that I was working with. Ended at an input air temperature of 240 degrees Celsius uh, at a time of seven minutes at 39 seconds. So that's when it would stop inputting air, it would kick up the, the airflow at the end to cool it down, right. and then you'd spit out the coffee. Uh, so what I did is I added more time at that 240 degrees. Right. I added like a minute to the end of that. So it ended at. Right. So you have that, you have the full hot temperature mm-hmm.
1: um, rather than getting a, rather than extending it with a lower temperature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So I extended it to end at 845 at that 240 degrees just to, to see, like, I, I don't know how these things are going to end up that ended up um coming out burnt so and that was my experience for most of them is they had some level of burnt yeah I mean, that's hot them.
1: um did it get the second crack did you hear a second crack on no
0: no no they it didn't like it didn't look burnt this was the interesting yeah. thing so and that's I that's I what happens when it. This to you
1: that's what happens when it heats up too fast probably and so you're basically just kind of okay. frying it interesting
0: because of- um, i think i commented on this to you is that i it I was startled at how easy it was to create the taste of carbon without it looking like it was roasted dark. Yeah. Like it would look not. Did too you break open this. any of the beans? Because um, sometimes if you break open the bean, you can see that layering on the yeah. inside of it. Yeah, I think I did. I think I did, and, and kind of noticed that, but I wasn't sure what to how to change that kind of thing. Uh, so, I took a couple of the the roasts and adjusted them back a little bit on the roast profile so that particular brazil what i ended up doing was um oh that's kind of interesting let me see i'm gonna look up the profile here that ended up being super burnt is it this one no here we go so visual example of what i did for you which roast curves are really boring when you actually get down to it um they don't change very much here was, here was another no this is this is, sorry this is the one that was super burnt like I right. had it at a higher temperature much longer the other one still didn't taste right either uh, what I ended up doing is I just moved the end point mm-hmm. over so it just had a gradual decline in temperature to the end uh, and that tastes. Does it actually drop better. in temperature? Or is that- the airflow? So the the only thing the temperature is reading is the air going in. Right. Um, so it does drop that air temperature. Right, Even though the bean temperature itself, the curve temperature itself isn't going down. But can't really read that. That's the thing. Right. Have no idea exactly what the bean temperature is in this thing. You just have to hope. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Try and hope. But I guess one of the benefits, of course, is that... You're only roasting 50 grams at a time so you're not gonna butcher too much coffee uh no just playing around entire afternoon but that's the thing of like just playing (laughs) around
1: then you have to brew it and try it because it's hard to know how what the roast tastes like i mean Mm -hmm. your coffee here on the table looks pretty good yeah you know but then it wasn't until we brewed it and now we're drinking it that you can find a little a few little things with it so what was your goal with this coffee
0: uh okay so well before i got to this coffee i played around with some of the other profiles a bit more until i got coffee that wasn't burnt and tasted sweeter than previous ones i was like okay i'm actually getting the hang of like developing the roast a bit more okay that's cool now i need to play around with trying a coffee that doesn't have a profile that comes with it uh so i got your um so the guatemala los dos socios i have your, your green coffee of that i took one of their base profiles for another coffee um one of their guatemalas Right. i figured that's it's a, a big ba- that's a start bet yep. let me just start with that um And I just straight up roasted the first time, just with that profile to see how it was. And then I made some adjustments to make it roast longer. Um, And I did two versions of that. One where, one of the versions, I extended the time at a higher temperature. It was seven minutes and 50 seconds, ending at 259 degrees, uh, input air temperature. And then on the second version, and that's this one, Um, I had roughly the same end time. Uh, It was a few seconds longer. It was like 8.04. Or did I go even longer than that? Oh, no, this was like 8.21. I extended it much longer time. 8.21 at 250 degrees end temperature. So you got about the same depth
1: temperature, but about 30 seconds longer.
0: Uh, Well, so the other one ended at 2.59. Uh, So the difference is like this one kind of going all the way up to 259 and this one like kind of flattening out so i don't know i was like wildly guessing i just wanted to have a big enough difference so i could try to see something mm-hmm. uh tasting the two afterwards the following day um the first one then at a 259 uh, i could definitely start to taste a little bit of carbon uh this one had a nice sweetness and brightness to it i made so in the first one i had Aroma notes of peanut butter, cacao, and apple, and then had a slight roastiness to the taste. This one was much more melon and apple sweetness, um, had a pretty good richness to it, it seemed. No roastiness, I thought, sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, I also felt like I could just keep tweaking these, like, endlessly. Yeah. I mean, that's I what's have... so exciting about for home <laughs> roasters, of getting into it, because yeah. it's just endless tweaking. You know, I mean, it's the best
1: part about it. Uh, at some point, like... In the commercial side of it you just have to stop and go with a profile that's good mm-hmm. because it's really hard to articulate little changes and, and that's right. kind of some of the gift of roasting is if you keep it a little bit more general um then you can make a room for like extra cold air coming the air intake and stuff like that but mm-hmm. yeah the home roasting it's one of the best parts about that and why it's such a great community um because there is so much
0: place for record keeping and
1: that's Akawa true. definitely helps with that
0: uh, and there really good good people uh, the the fellow that I've been in contact with is like constantly interested in giving me feedback on the stuff and that kind of wondering thing. where you live to repo it <laughs> and um, it's uh, they they're also like constantly developing the interface in the app uh, to try to make the experience uh, as enjoyable and easy to use as possible. You know, they're trying to walk this fine line of making it accessible and easy to jump in. Right. And to use for a home roaster, but But without, without bogging people down. Right. And then also being able to
1: expand as you learn. Right.
0: That's cool. Um, what do you think of the coffee? Uh, now we're tasting mine and yours side by side. Um, isn't it amazing how the, the, they can just be
1: different shades of yeah? Like I wouldn't say that yours looks necessarily darker, but it's not quite as golden brown.
0: It definitely has. It does have a like a darker shaded appearance. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. When
1: I broke it open, it seemed like it was a little bit darker. You know, some of the, the temperatures are off. It's hard to compare that yeah. between the
0: thermocouplers and air in versus bean temperature and a drum and stuff. You were talking about, as you were brewing it, that yours was behaving like a denser bean, Yes, which suggests that mine, or how did you describe it? Uh, yeah, mine was brewing,
1: like, like you said, like a denser bean. It was mm-hmm. just how I had dialed in the, the grinder. Cause I've been mm-hmm. doing that same recipe earlier today. Um, so I kind of knew where our coffees were going with that. Right. Um, yours was brewing faster, mm-hmm. which would suggest that it's a little less dense. And so the water was passing through it. Um, because which, we had the same grind setting, the same weight mm-hmm. in these two brew methods.
0: Which would suggest that mine uh, had been roasted a bit deeper. Um, or like you said, the cell structure was opened up more. Yeah,
1: like it needed a little bit finer of a grind, perhaps.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as I compare the two- I mean, two. that's
1: it was close enough. I don't want to like, it's it's kind of all those all those variables right. that are together. Um,
0: as, as I'm tasting it too, like, I can taste, like, the sort of brightness that's common between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yours is definitely much sweeter. So that comes from later on in the curve. So when
1: you can kind of wrangle that heat down, then we can sort mm-hmm. of let it accent that part of that caramelization and that sweetness without getting it too hot, too fast. So if you get it too hot, too fast and you kind of rush that sweetness and you just kind of lock in. So you get closer, like you kind of just skip over that. It just doesn't develop it.
0: Um, so one of the things I've been wondering, because as I've been adjusting the roast profile here, the, the profile for the Akawa being the input temperature and the time I've been working on the end point, like making it go longer um, to a higher or lower temperature or right. whatnot. But I don't know what, like, exactly how to impact the earlier aspects. So one of the things I did note, um, when roasting this with this profile is when it started to change color. Uh, I both noted when it's like started to turn pale and then when it started to turn brown. Right. Uh, and then also when first crack happened and I'm sitting here going, okay, like what can I do with that information? Right. So that first crack is really
1: a key indicator of what time that starts and then versus Mm -hmm. what time you ended your roast. Uh, that's
0: our Delta our development time. Okay. Um, so and
1: actually, we'll talk about that a little later on a shout out.
0: So first crack on this was actually at six minutes and two seconds at uh, 249 degrees. Okay. And the last uh, temperature, so that happened on both of these. Right. Um, it should happen at the same temperature. Uh, and the end temperature for the first one was uh, seven minutes, and 50 seconds at 259. So it went another 10 degrees higher on the input air. Uh, and the second one... Uh, it kind of flattened out from there for the second one because the end temperature is only like 250, so yeah. just one degree higher. Uh, but it went on to eight minutes and 21
1: seconds. So you got like two minutes and 19 seconds on the second one of development time. Yeah. Uh, is that the one we're drinking? Yeah, that's the one we're drinking. That's a lot of development time. Yeah.
0: Do you think? Do you what? What, what would you ours do in this is about case? like a minute you, 40. Okay. Would um, you keep that temperature level once it hits first crack? And I mean, this just is kind of g- go. G- this
1: might be kind of hard to describe on the. And the cast, I mean, if you could make your first crack happen a little sooner. Okay. And then be able to stretch out the lower temperature, stretch out the end, so you can get a little bit more time in that caramelization.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. One thing I've been wondering is, is is it getting to that temperature too quickly?
1: or So the beans are going to carry a lot of weight with them because there's all that moisture inside
0: of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if there's a lot of heat at the beginning, then it's going to keep that momentum going. Okay. Uh-huh um because what i could do and again i'll be putting this in the extended show notes the uh picture that we're looking at um but i w- the way the curve is going here is we start off at about 50 degrees that's where the graph starts off uh and then we have several points here it goes to uh the first point is it's at 80 degrees C at about a minute 10 and then it's at 130 at 2 minutes and then shoots up to 215 at 3 minutes and then kind of levels out a little bit, going up to two forty three um at four minutes and forty five seconds, and then I have it mostly flattening out to two fifty at eight minutes twenty one seconds so that's that's what we're looking at for this one right um, and first crack happening at about what did I say six minutes and yeah, just about six minutes right about there. they both are at the same time for first crack uh yeah, pretty much um this one might have happened a few seconds later i didn't make a note on it um it's i mean it it would make sense for it to happen a few seconds later since that's six minutes here it's a few degrees cooler than the other one um but it looked like it happened at the same time yeah so so what you're saying is that i should try to make the first crack happen sooner than it is
1: Oh man. I don't know. I have a, <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that graph. I just, yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to articulate that and see what's actually, cause mm-hmm. I have never roasted one of those to so yep, see what's sure. happening. Uh, I mean, the idea is that you can get some of the sweetness out by getting it up to that temperature and then letting it kind of coast out more. Okay. I mean, it kind of looks like that's what you're doing anyways. The other option might be to get more, like a little less heat and let it coast more in the middle and then kind of end it the way you are now hmm, just okay. to stretch it out. So you just get a little bit more time in that kind
0: of mm. pre first crack development. Maybe what I'll do is I'll play around with, um, doing some comparisons <laughs> with that early part. I wonder uh, if this is entertaining. I don't know. To listen to. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think about the taste between these two? So, so I really like
1: it. I mean, I think ours has a, l- a lot of body on it, mm-hmm. a little bit more body, um, it tastes sweeter. Um, Satiny has that nice little kind of apple lime in there. Lime. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on yours though, I get
0: some cacao on mine. I don't know if that's it's
1: interesting. It's a different kind of chocolate. So it mm-hmm. definitely doesn't have the body. Yours is a little bit sharper and as it's right. cooled, I think it's rounded out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit, there's that kind of like little dryness, bitterness on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty common on for me that I've tasted on some per, like kind of, it is kind of a light roast development, like speed of a roast. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, I would think you just want to slow your roast down just a little bit more.
0: Okay. In general. So, Um, okay. So maybe like slowing down the application of heat, but making it go longer. Yeah. Like in, in total Just to give it a little bit more time to hang
1: out up in the upper parts of that roast. I like the idea Um, of doing that. Yeah. So Bezier's has that kind of sharpness and dryness, a little bit of champagne on there. I mean, that green apple is definitely there. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a good roast. I don't know if it would be side by side. It's, it's one of those things that always fascinates me. It's the same coffee.
0: Yeah. Almost the same. So this is this is really cool and what I was I was gonna like jump into at the beginning before we uh, you got me back on track <laughs> is that before I brought it here like I was actually quite pleased with it like drinking it at home uh, I think one of the best ones that I've the, uh, the best one I've roasted so far uh, easily yeah. and maybe owing to the green coffee also being a bit higher quality um, it's hard to know uh, I mean That's true.
1: You just, there's a little bit more knowledge about it. Um, I do think, and this is superstition, I do think that there's a quality of the coffee that comes with the volume in a way. Like the mm. coffee behaves better when it's all kept in a giant sack together. Like the humidity and stuff doesn't affect all of it. So I mm-hmm. feel like okay. that's kind of an advantage. Interesting. Um, it's like I didn't know how much green coffee smelled and, until I got a, my first big bag of coffee. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, let's, you know, smell that. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. Um, <laughs> you know, and so I feel like there's some sort of just like,
0: I don't know. I, I should have brought. Do you have some of the, the green coffee this year? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have some bagged up right behind you, but we can go get a scoop uh, for the Insta-Ham. I was just thinking maybe we we have a smell of the green coffee, but I don't know how instructive that will be. Anyways, I I did. We can do that. On the I've third been track. I've been enjoying smelling the green coffee. Um, of this particular coffee, I think it's. Uh, yeah. That I've I've been able to. To improve the other roasts right and they're coming out really nicely as well I had um, the natural Ethiopian um, I think I'm tuning into that roast a bit more I had one of them today um, and it was much better than than previously nice um, but uh, so yeah okay so I've got some ideas of how to adjust this further like the idea of um, making it go a bit longer and having it come up to temperature a little slower yeah um, I think There's a concept here as well of, and we kind of danced around it, but like roasting my own coffee, do I try to replicate your work or do I get into the, just the process of enjoying the roasting and not really caring about exactly how I get the end result? I mean,
1: well, the end result is what's going to make you happy. That's true. You know, I think targeting <laughs> on somebody else's roast is not, like, that's not the end goal unless you're trying to learn about roasting mm-hmm. and finding a roast that you do enjoy. It's also fun to have very different roasters mm-hmm. doing the exact same coffee, you know, and tasting those differences. That's um, true. I mean, it's good practice. It's like practicing guitar and you pick a song that somebody else has written mm-hmm. because it's a lot easier to do that instead of trying to write your own song at the same time as practice parkour. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I think it's great. I think it's also you know you'll see something and see what the what you prefer, or just something that's, that's markedly true. different.
0: Well, I guess in this case, now that I'm having them side by side, I'm like, yeah, I do want this to be sweeter, <laughs> and and have less of that. It's interesting though because dryness. I even you know we've had this profile
1: now for a few months on this coffee, mm-hmm. and so I haven't really given it much thought as far as what, what I would change, and so it's fun to taste mm-hmm. something that's just drier and a little bit. I mean, I could replicate this a little bit lighter, a little
0: bit quicker of a roast, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting now that we're saying that because it's I a lot think better I think oh thank you, <laughs> I think that this kind of style of light roast is what I see a lot of roasters doing. Yeah. It's kind of light. I mean, versus, versus like the more, more well-developed.
1: Yeah. And that's a, that's a character personality of me, the roaster person kind of personality is what we do. I mean, I like to give mine a little bit more heat just so it's a little bit more water soluble. So it tastes better at home. It's one thing to have, a very delicious super light coffee at a cafe that has $10,000 worth of equipment brewing it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another thing to be able to go home and make that on your Mr. Coffee machine and still be satisfied with that cup.
0: Um, another thing that's interesting to note is prior to the discussion that we had here, what I was thinking about for the next version of this was not roasting it as long and actually raising the end temperature slightly, <laughs> which is kind of backwards of what we're talking about now. Yeah. I mean, that, you don't want to get,
1: To where you're cooking the outside too fast, and so the inside, um, you want to get that heat kind of in the middle, and then, Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's fun. I mean, it's cool to see that graph, and it's a lot different than what I ever had. Maybe we can post a picture of uh, my roasting book with all my chicken scratch (laughs) versus your app with
0: the (laughs) graphs on it. All right, yeah, we can try that out. Uh, Yeah, the the Akawa is, um, it's really fun to use. Uh, and, um, and easy to dive into. I, and also of note, so I, I roasted um, 200 grams for this. Uh, this was just an hour of my time on Friday and I was doing other stuff while right. it was going on. Um, it's about a half a pound. Yeah. You know. Uh, there was uh, like, it's, it's, one thing, it's one thing that I've really liked about this roaster. I don't know if it'd be the same for the other ones. Um, also adding into this is the fact that I live in an apartment and I'm not sure any other roaster I could really use very well in there. Probably not. I mean, um, I had a hole
1: punched through the side
0: of my wall when I was doing home roasting just for that purpose. because yeah, There's a lot of smoke. There is, well, in, in this case, there there is some. I, I have to stick it right under. I talked about this before. Yeah. Right under the vent on my stove. Uh, but then I've not had any problems since doing that. Uh, but I can just set up and roast a couple weeks worth of coffee like super it's easy. It's fun. Um, so that is kind of cool. It is a good, happy. happy. Um Sweet. So, yeah, I think you did well. Thanks. Yeah. Give you a shout out. It's a good roast. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now that I say this too, you can see there's a lot more silver skin kind of peeling off yours. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's that mucilage in the middle, that endosperm. Um, That to me means it's a
0: really light roast. Like time wise, Mm -hmm. it just didn't have a lot of time to tumble and expand. So, yeah, I would give it. Okay. So, yeah, slowing it down. Um, but uh, maybe the temperature and temperature is good. All Slow right. your roll. We'll try that out and maybe have it back on the show. Yeah. If, if, if you picture. guys are just bored,
1: silly, listening to us yammer about this, then, <laughs> then let us know and we won't have another one or we'll keep it to our.
0: Well, that, I, I we, uh, maybe we won't do a whole nother episode on this one, but we can bring it back. like.
1: I, I have a soft spot for talking about home roasters and home roasting. I think it's really fun. So um, I do want to encourage. That's true. Speaking of home roasters and home roasting. Yeah. We, we got a little shout-out. We got a few shout-outs, don't we, for this
0: episode? Yeah, we do. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, Mateo, mm-hmm. thank you for your coffee.
0: Yeah, We're going to brew
1: it up for the third crack.
0: That's right. One of our listeners uh, of the show uh, sent us some coffee, and we're we're going to brew it and taste it and talk about it on the third crack episode. Uh, you can check all that out. Go to radio.com, click on the Patreon links, and uh, and have a look. Yep. And also, from another one of our Patreons, we've got a... Uh, the sort of shout out question. We kind of expanded what we're doing with that. It doesn't Please, have to be send a shout questions. out. Yeah, I but mean, it can be a question. Of course. Um, so this question, uh, our listener has said, I've recently started paying attention to my coffee beans before I grind them. I noticed that one bean was noticeably lighter in color than the rest and tossed it. Ah. Is it best to toss beans that stand out like that, or does it not really make a difference? Thanks.
1: That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Take those Quakers out of there. Uh, We call them Quakers in coffee, lowercase q. I don't know why. I would love to know why we actually call them Quakers. Um, I pulled one out of Joseph's earlier. Quakers come from, there's a few different sources for them. They can stick inside the roasters, and so you just get under roasted beans that are stranded on the inside of the roaster. Uh, There's also defects um, that just come from them just not quite being ripe enough. um, So the seeds just don't cook the same way. Uh, And a few other defects that might do that. Definitely, um, yeah, it tends to be more more uh, in natural processed coffees. You tend to find more Quakers. And part of that's because the sourcing isn't as quality. It's just hard to find the problems with the beans because the cherries are still on them.
0: Um, is this an example? Yeah, it is. I mean, sometimes, like in this case, sometimes I'm just seeing, like, extra skin on the outside that's that's different. But I, I have noticed that... Uh, like especially radically different looking ones that where yeah. I've seen they're like super light pale uh, or even like a tinge of green sometimes. Right.
1: Um, yeah, you get,
0: we, we keep them
1: around. I, I pull them out when I can when I'm roasting um, and we keep them around because it's interesting to put them into a cupping bowl and just tasting like one or two of those in the cupping bowl is remarkably different cup of coffee <laughs> in a negative way. So yes, thank you for the
0: question. That's a great question. Yeah. Chuck those Quakers. Shuck the Quakers. I guess we have a new question what is a Quaker? but this is another thing about our questions on the show uh, is we won't always answer them in the question thing. We might make an entire show about them. Yeah. so um, I'm asking you this question, Jesse. <laughs> this is my this is my question submission. What's a Quaker? What's a Quaker? I don't know. Okay. I don't know where that word comes from. Um, um, we're, we're gonna we're gonna look this up and then and then come back to you in a couple real. weeks on that one. yeah, that's right. Um, oh, there you go. There's a nasty one. Oh, yeah. Look at that one. Joseph, you're <laughs> supposed to roast them. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, so while, while we're on this subject, I notice when you're roasting and you've got you've got the coffee coming out of the roaster and it's in the spinny thing. Yeah, cooling bin. Um, I, I'm just the spinny thing. No, it's cooling bin. <laughs> and I notice you like, well, pick, pick beans out. Is that what you're doing? You're picking out yep. the Quakers, picking out the, yep. the weird ones? Yeah,
1: broken ones, things that catch your eye. Yeah. You it, yeah. It must be really hard for roasters on a large scale to deal with. Yeah. I mean, there are some pieces of equipment you can dial in using air, like the D stoners that will take oh, yeah. other material out, the rocks and things like that, that end up in the coffee. But mm-hmm. you can also, some Quakers will, they are denser generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you to Onyx Coffee for sourcing some exquisite Guatemalan coffees. Oh yes. Los Dos Socios. It's up on our website for, yep, we'll at least until that. this episode comes out. Yep. Link that Moving sure. through it. Hmm? Um, Definitely grab it. Yeah, Yeah. stick around. Third crack. CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Cheers. Cheers.
0: This has been Joseph.
1: And Jesse. With Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit CoffeeLoversRadio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff.
0: Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit CoffeeLoversRadio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show... The
1: third crack!